Welcome to the You Collective podcast. You Collective is an open platform democratizing the voice of pathmakers with achievement and impact and interesting journey. Today with us is Andy Akpe, our pathmaker. Andy, welcome to You Collective podcast. Thank you, Joyce. I'm glad to be here. So to start, tell us about yourself and your path to date. So um, I guess you could say uh, my story is pretty interesting. Uh, I grew up in the Midwest, St. Paul, Minnesota, uh, to first generation uh, as a first generation uh, Nigerian. So my fa- my fa- my parents came from Nigeria. Um, you know, decided that I wanted a big move. I wanted to make a big change and actually move to the East Coast. And so I went to NYU. Um, kind of played process of elimination uh, with with my interests as far as. Um, wasn't really, you know, someone who was about science. Wasn't really someone who was about the arts, uh, as far as something I, I could pursue long term. Um, and so, what kind of ended up being the thing that that stuck was business. And I think business is um, everywhere. I think it's in everything. And so, as a basic skill, at least of what I want to learn from school, I chose business. So I actually got a degree in finance, international business, uh, from NYU Stern, uh, the business school. And to actually catch you into my professional career, um, after, you know, after my time at NYU, I actually had, during my time, the latter part, I actually pursued an internship with a tech company. My interests outside of um, business are actually very much involved in new and emerging technologies. And, uh, and I'm like that geek who's always freaking out about the newest gadget that's coming out. <laughs> so... Um, the opportunity to work at IBM came along and I actually secured a finance role. Um, and that was great for about two years. I actually had the opportunity to learn a lot about what makes big companies, a big corporation like that tick, uh, financially. And, you know, like I said, money and business is everywhere. So actually understanding how money flows gives you an understanding of how business and how companies operate. And so, um, from there, uh, and, and about, midpoint last year, I decided that I wanted to actually move away from, from finance to actually, and cause my audience was mostly internal to the company. So I was, I was doing a lot of work for CFOs and, um, those, those folks, uh, mostly. And what I really wanted to do after kind of having that exposure was to really see, you know, well, it's great to know how this company's operating internally, but I want to see what we're doing externally. I want to see how we're impacting customers. I want to see how we're creating solutions that, that meet their problems and meet their needs. And so, you know, my thought was, you know, sales, um, or, or, uh, marketing or product management. And I actually managed to secure a role in product management, which gave me the opportunity to actually influence a solution before it reached the market. Um, or even before that, I had the opportunity to create markets to actually say, you know, this is a population who has a need. What are we going to do to basically develop a solution to help them out? Um, and my, uh, once I got into, to, uh, product management, my area was actually around digital. And so, um, when I talk about digital, I mean like the web. So, when you go to our website, ibm.com slash IOT, um, digital in the sense of how do you move through the different pages? How do we actually bring you to our pages? Uh, whether it be natural search or paid search, um, was it a campaign? Did we have a banner on some website from up here 
our, our partner of ours. Um, and so how do we pull you into the funnel? How do we pull you into our space? And then how do we guide you on the journey to actually learn about our solutions? And then ultimately, how do we encourage or just expose you to the opportunity to buy our solution um, on our cloud platform? Um, and so that's brings me kind of up to date now. Um, that product management opportunity actually transformed into a marketing opportunity. And so now I, I actually work as a marketing analytics manager uh, for Watson IoT, uh, the website I, I had just mentioned. And so, yeah, as far as the thing that and it, I've talked so far, and, and it does kind of seem like very eclectic, the mix of experiences in my life. And I think the thing as far as just talking about my professional career that kind of ties everything together is at my core, I've always been an analyst. I've always been a person who, who's been comfortable to kind of end up in an environment where I may not know everything or know everyone or even know the systems or, or the rules, but I'm always willing to learn and I'm always willing to, to expose myself. Um, you could say it's a product of just growing up to, to parents who were immigrants who came over from, you know, Nigeria in the 19, in 1970s and then basically just entered a culture and society that they had knew nothing about. Um, and so kind of having that, that nurture or that exposure from my parents and that learning from my parents has kind of rippled through my life where it allowed me to basically go and, you know, first do high school in another city. So I grew up in St. Paul, but my high school was in Minneapolis. So it's like every day I was commuting to another city. And when I think about college, you know, it, it allowed me or it gave me the opportunity and the choice to say, hey, I want to go over to the East Coast. It's different from, you know, the place I've grown up all my life. It isn't Minnesota nice, but it's it's something new. It's something different. It allowed me the opportunity to go into IBM and to jump from career to career to career, or let me, profession to profession to profession, finance to product management to marketing. Um, just the whole idea that, hey, you know, I may not know about it now, but I'm going to learn someday. And so so I, yeah. that, that's very exciting. And um, let's just touch, touch upon, um, you know, you mentioned about family. And mm -hmm. a lot of us think about family and who we grow up with and work with influence uh, who we are. I mean, being part of an immigrant family um, from Nigeria and living in St. Paul um, and, and moving to New York, I mean, what values that, you know, you think your parents and your family instilled in you that still carry with you today as a pathmaker? I think it's, number one, perseverance. Uh, no matter how high, high your obstacles may seem, just having the faith to know that, hey, I've been through a bad situation before and I've come out the other side and I made it through. Um, and so taking that that belief in that that system and going knowing that hey I may face another obstacle in the future but I'm gonna be okay and uh, so perseverance definitely I, I think there's something to be said about a, a collective uh, for oddly enough you know yeah you collective but it, it is a word that I find a lot of strength in because I lean on my family a lot you know it's it's not it the thing that I think, supports me the most is my family in my everyday life. You know, if I have a bad day, I text my family and they manage to make me smile. So it's even just the little moments where it's just like, you know, just having someone to lean on or depend on or, or just, you know, know you can kind of take a moment to just relax and 
they have your best interests in heart. I think that that's the biggest thing about family for me, knowing that, hey, there is uh, there is going to be a tomorrow, no matter what happens. And then just knowing that even whatever, even with whatever happens, you still have people who care about you and who are there for you, no matter what. And as you progress uh, in your career and uh, and and kind of chart this path, one of the things a lot of the pathmaker here talk about is that there isn't really a formula or uh, a path that's carved out for these individuals, and you kind of have to figure it out. Um, and and so, what is that process that allow you to to figure out, especially from the product management role um, mm-hmm. at such a young age for such an important product as such a large company to now um, moving to marketing again for, uh, I think you mentioned uh, IBM Watson, uh, which is fairly well known in, mm-hmm. in the marketplace as, you know, as the kind of the next generation artificial intelligence solution. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, y- you're still so young and you are uh, carry on this huge responsibility and moving into these new areas. So, so how do you convince others or how do you find these opportunities and say, look, I can do this and I want to do this? I think the biggest thing that I often find people do is they say, hey, I want to work for X, Y, and Z company or I want to work in X, Y, and Z job. And I think it's great to have that that perspective, but I also think you need to flip it around sometimes and say, "Hey, you know, I want IBM to work for me, or I want X, Y, and job, X, Y, and Z job to work for me." And I say that in the sense that, you know, the thing that you bring to the job is you every day, and uh, so understanding what you are in 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 your skills and understanding that. How do I say it? You make the opportunities that happen for you. And and so, so and I, I say this all in the sense that, you know, so for my product management role, it's it wasn't like, hey, I don't have experience in product management. It was saying, hey, you know, I have a lot of experience working with uh, systems. I have a lot of experience working in unknown environments. I have a lot of experience in this company. I know the culture, at least. And so it's kind of making those connections on what you do know to 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 make them confident that you can ultimately learn what you don't know and um and again that kind of comes from a bravado of saying you know i i am my own person and i exist outside of this role that i'm currently in and so it's it's basically making yourself and your profile bigger than the opportunities around you because you aren't you you're a person you aren't just going to be limited to one quality or one one box you know, you have multiple qualities and multiple boxes that you or unlimited boxes that you can fill, really. So um, if you think in that perspective, you know, the world is really your oyster to, to take a terrible <laughs> uh, uh, pun. Or what do they call it? Yeah. You know what I mean? So you talked about identity and this yeah. idea of personal identity and professional identity and, and just the identity of the person. Mm-hmm. And there are different aspects of thinking about what makes up a person and that person's identity. To you, how do you define impact? Mm. I think impact is felt 
after you leave the environment or impact is felt when when the work is done rather too so it's, it's and i say that in the sense of you know when i think about things that impacted or uh, uh, people or, or systems that impacted it's it's in the sense that you know okay i changed the system and i made it better so the next person coming into this opportunity or this role, you know, they're going to work with a better system and it's going to be easier for them to get to, get to the information that they need to have. Um, I think about, about impact as something as small as, you know, telling a joke to a coworker so they smile when they're having a rough day, you know. Or I think about impact as, you know, making sure that on a Mondays when all of my reporting, Monday's my worst day uh, work-wise, when all my reporting is due, I stay until the job is done because I know that people depend on my work and, wh- and what I'm providing to them. So I, I think impact for me is is in little moments and it's in grand moments too. And as you think about next five to 10 years about you, how do you think about, not necessarily how to define, but how do you think about success? Because a lot of people wrestle with that is... Um, how is success defined for them? And I think you talked a little bit about this identity concept. So for you, how do you think about success? Hmm. That's, that's a very uh, deep question. Even uh, Seems simple, but very deep. Um, for me, I think success is a moving target. I don't, I don't believe that um, the things you want today may be the things you want tomorrow. And so uh, when I think about success or when I think about where I want to be in five to 10 years, I know that, hey, you know, what I think today may not ultimately be what I want tomorrow, but I know that striving to improve myself is uh, a goal that always proves to be worthwhile. Um, And so whether that's professionally, like um, advancing my career, you know, one of the things for me as far as success in my career is never being boxed in or in a sense always knowing that there's another skill that I can learn. So, you know, I picked up some finance skills. I picked up some product management skills. Um, now I'm actually picking up marketing analytics skills. Um, and so what's next? I don't know, but I know there's other things that I can learn professionally. Um, as far as education, you know, my family is has always had the staple of, you know, always seeking to get higher education, always seeking to improve yourself, reading um read a lot, you know, reading is like, you know, food for the mind. Um, so I do think about success in the sense of, yes, I want to get an MBA at some point in my future. Um, do I want to go and get a doctorate? Mm, I don't know, but we'll, we'll see where, where I end up. Um, and then, you know, and all other aspects, I think, um, just following my heart and following my interests, um, will ultimately lead me to, to a place where I'll be happy and, and that happiness will be my success in my opinion. And, and last question, Andy, um, I, I think, you know, what you said are things that a lot of the other pathmakers and individuals can really um, learn from. I mean, if you, um, if you had to write a letter uh, to yourself when, uh, when you're 17 or 18 or you're a uh, graduate in college, and that letter would be shared with others who are aspiring pathmakers and who had similar kind of view about charting your own path, I mean, what would be uh, some things that you would tell yourself uh, and others? 
Hmm. I would say it's okay to be the only one. And I, I think um, a lot of times we want to feel part of the group. We want to feel a uh, part of a, uh, of a unit, but sometimes it's okay to be on your own path and to do your own thing. Uh, I think, I think that's something that took me a while to learn. Um, I would say two other things. One to ask, because if you never ask, you'll never know. Um, and then the last thing I'll just say is just be willing to learn. Uh, I think the worst thing that can ever happen to someone is they stop learning because when you stop learning, you stop connecting with people. You stop, um, you stop understanding the world around you and you, you basically put yourself, um, in a cage and you, and you, you lock yourself away from, from growth. That's great. Thank you so much, Andy, um, for joining us and for sharing your story. It's an amazing story and we'll continue to see where you go and all the compliments and uh, impacts that you, you have um, in the world that we live in. Thank you, Joyce.